0: Broadcasting from the Dumdrum Drum Town Centre, this is Dublin South FM. Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas,
1: and I'm Dan Airey. Thanks again to Mike Purcell who's giving us the last arrow with Mike at the mic.
0: Absolutely, and the heebie-jeebies too, Dan. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, every time we hear him doing that robotic voice, we're well, like, "Oh, the radio's broken! Oh my god, <laughs> there's something wrong." <laughs> yeah, we were we were
1: curious about that. The, I remember the first couple of weeks we 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 were here, but uh, that those um, worries of um, since
0: subsided. Yeah, do you know as well though, Dan? Um, it, it's just past our first anniversary. Um, for actually having um our first podcast put out here on Dublin South FM.
1: It is, isn't
0: it? Yeah. There you go. You didn't know that, did you?
1: Crazy how time flies. Yeah. I did. I did spot that The weird that thing is, I can't.
0: I can't even see you now because the sun. It's it's bright out, Dan. Right. So the sun is beating in the window here behind me. Right. And it's just shining on like windows all over the place here and I can't actually see it if I move my hand like this I can see it okay this is herbal radio I appreciate that <laughs>
1: okay. I suppose that the the important things uh, is that you can hear me and that is the important thing for radio is it?
0: Something? yes absolutely I know many of our listeners are probably you know getting contacts we don't need to hear them I know I know <laughs> I know but hey listen what can you do you know it's just one of those things we're contractually obliged who uh, have Dan on the radio um <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about it, to be brutally honest. Uh, I have spoken to people who know things and care, and uh, they're just not all that really interested in getting rid of. So uh, (laughs) you're stuck with them. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. We're all sorry. We're all so sorry, Dan. Absolutely so Sorry. Uh, Dan, um, lots of little chats and stuff coming up uh, during the show. We have lots of music as per usual, uh, your choices and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, Grace and Chance. Shirley Crow. Uh, a bit of a there's, yeah, there's a bit of a Mick Jagger sort of vibe to the whole thing because Shirley Crow's singing like a a Rolling Stone song. The Mick Jagger song, song is a fantastic song from. Um, a, t- a television show Matter Wandering Into Costlow Horses. Alright. Um it's got Gary Oldman in it. It's yeah. on yeah, it's on Apple TV. Gary Oldman is just you you just you you just tune in just to watch Gary Oldman in it. He's absolutely,
1: absolutely yeah. I remember uh, seeing him in uh what was it, the darkest hour as Churchill. Yeah. A few years back. Amazing.
0: Yeah, he's just disgusting in this now. He is an absolute leech. Um, and it's beautiful right. if anyone gets a chance to go and find his Coslow horses it's MI5 and MI6 in the UK uh, very modern uh, and a very funny take on on, on stuff um, definitely worth to watch uh, we have new music from Niamh Dunphy who will be joining us this week um, she's back from yep. uh, being busy um, she'll be joining us via Zoom later on is a fantastic new music from Zoe Clark uh, which I have to say is absolutely deadly Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great tune I have the privilege Of having listened to it earlier uh, I know you have just yet Dan um, But what have we Going to have a little bit Of first time Because this is Your choice
1: We're going to start with uh, Noah Cyrus And Tanner Alexander This is like. date
0: Oh there you have it Dan uh, Not a bad tune Glad you like it Where'd you find that one
1: um, It was just something I was listening to During the week Just found it on On one of my Just One of my playlists On Spotify really Okay. No particular reason, just enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, week. So, yeah. So I didn't like it
0: the first time I listened to it. Grown on you a little bit? No, that was the first time I listened to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe it will grow on me. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, I I, I certainly, um, yeah, well, you know, hopefully it will. Uh, <laughs> then again, um, yeah, maybe it won't. <laughs> You are actually listening to Dan and Dara on Dublin uh, South FM. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Ery. And you're all very welcome to uh, to us here at uh, the, the Level 5 in the Dundrum Shopping Centre. Uh, mm. Local radio at its finest, but all over the world, Dan.
1: dot
0: ie. Yes, Dan. And where can people find us, funnily enough? Because we have such a library of content.
1: We certainly do. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At Dan and Dara Doability, and you can find us on all podcasting platforms as well.
0: Good. Right. Let's talk sport.
1: Plenty of sport going on over the weekend.
0: God, it was shocking, wasn't it? There was, it was everywhere between soccer and ga and, and driving cars and <laughs> uh, crashing and all sorts of stuff.
1: Actually, it was mental for... Mental for, for was there any golf on? Uh, There was, actually. There there, there was a a team event in uh, New Orleans. The Zerg Classic of New Orleans. Um, So, golf as well. Yeah, loads going on.
0: Yeah, nobody cares about golf then. (laughs) Bare you. I know you care about golf.
1: I do. I'm I'm a golf fan, yeah.
0: Yeah, but... uh, Well, I'll start with Munster. Yes, great win.
1: Mm. I I had a look at the... um, the highlights of all all these matches, and it was one of those things, it was actually a lot more convincing than I thought it would be.
0: Oh, thanks very much.
1: <laughs> well, no, just in in the sense of Ulster have been playing quite well recently in terms of... uh
0: Not against us, they have.
1: <laughs> in terms of Claremont and... Uh, but Munster, Munster do play very well, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we're off to the Aviva on May the 7th, then. Um, Yeah, get your tickets now, uh, everybody, because uh, we need money. Um, effectively, Munster, uh, yeah, sure, like most rugby clubs, are nearly broke. Mm. Uh, so we're off to Aviva, and we'd love to fill it. And tickets are reasonably priced, actually, I must say. It's uh, somewhere between 20 and €30, Euros, and then €15 Euros for a nipper.
1: That's not bad.
0: That's not bad at all. I think it's quite sensible, actually, to try and get as many people in, you know. Even Leinster, even Leinster people can go.
1: And and it grows the game as well when you have um, prices like that. Absolutely,
0: you, and, and two good teams.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, because people are just bored watching Leinster. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they are, in fairness time, Fans aren't even turning up anymore. You know, down to the RDS and, and stuff like that. You're looking at the stand and it's half full and... Kind of People just are just going. Oh, here we go! They're going to win. Oh,
1: <laughs> Leinster Well, there there was um, quite a big turnout the last time they played the in the Aviva.
0: Yeah, that's the Aviva then. That's slightly different. You no, know, the, R, the RDS at home. You know, no sign of anyone.
1: In fairness, though, there is a monster in terms of Tom and have the envy of um, Leinster fans in terms of in terms of a in terms of a stadium it is something else
0: yeah and all the Leinster players that are playing for him as well uh, <laughs> you know that also helps well no it's true I mean but that's money well spent That
1: in, in terms of the
0: infrastructure the, and stuff like stadium. that the
1: stadium yeah yeah
0: you know are you developing the RDS? Uh, maybe I'm not so sure you know there was talk he heading out to Tala for a while actually mm. you know while things were being redeveloped out to um the Talos Stadium there where Shamrock Rovers are, Rovers are currently squatting you know that hasn't happened either but sure listen you know
1: will it now I wonder <laughs> probably not uh,
0: yeah Maybe I, not. Don't I don't know yeah, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one uh, no it absolutely is going to be a tough one what else was going on Dan uh, but yeah, how did Leicester do sorry
1: they, <gasps> they
0: lost they what sorry they lost I just, yeah, say that again
1: I <laughs> I'm happy enough to say it again uh, they lost
0: oh that's terrible
1: um, yeah, they were playing Cell, um, Cell, Sea Sharks.
0: I yeah, think. they do like their uh, sponsorship down there, don't they?
1: They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's all about the sponsors. The sponsors are in the name, and that's it.
1: I, I had to, I had to make sure I didn't get myself into a tongue twister there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, twenty eight, twenty three, it, it finished. Um. But yeah, we were just talking about it before we came on air in terms of, it was. Solid, considering the the team they they sent down, it was quite a quite an inexperienced squad.
0: Yeah, I I I mean I I know I'm looking at it slightly differently though. You know, Leinster with all their, you know, with their great uh, sort of wealth of uh, experience and players and 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 the money they've pumped into it and the huge squad they have and yeah, I would have expected them to still do better.
1: Yeah, no, I, I can understand that because uh, like they did have the lead at various points um, in that match and have opportunities to to win, but alas. Um, but uh, as me as meatloaf would say, he uh, two hundred three ain't bad because we had Connacht beating um, the Emirates Lions; they were down in. in South Africa as well at uh, 33-30. That was a very tight one.
0: Yeah, that was a good win. Yeah. That's not a bad old game of rugby to watch either.
1: And uh, you had the Aki at 13, yeah. which I thought was interesting. I hadn't seen him play at 13 before.
0: Yeah, I suppose people just like uh, maybe just, you know, rip up the old, uh, whatchamacallit, script mm. and go again.
1: Speaking of centres, actually, Robbie Henshaw has uh extended his IRFU contract that is Leinster and Ireland until the summer of 2025.
0: Uh I think that's good. That's a good move, Dan. Yeah. um Absolutely. yeah, you know, he's he's a halfway a decent bloke.
1: Um 57 Ireland Caps. Uh he's won the Six Nations twice. Uh he's played in two. World Cups and third with the Lions twice as well pretty good record
0: <laughs> yeah not bad at all actually um, your bloody gooners were playing as well weren't they the weekend they were and um, but that's Arsenal actually sorry just the gooners yeah.
1: <laughs> it is yeah uh, Arsenal United uh, 3-1 Arsenal won so I was very happy indeed yeah, I I do tend to watch these type of matches with, um, you know, looking through my fingers. <laughs> the expectations quite low, but I was presently, pleasantly, I should say, surprised. So
0: that's not a bad thing. The F one was on.
1: The F one, yeah, um, it's definitely going to be a ding dong battle between. Um, Verstappen and Leclerc through the course of the season, I think um, the Mercedes have kind of conceded that they're not in the in the drivers' title race this season anyway, which is interesting because it's so early on, but um, it's certainly absorbing in different ways than it than it was because um, they've got new new cars and they had a wet track over the weekend as well so it it shook things up a bit.
0: Right, speaking of shaking things up Dan, uh, I think we should have a little bit of music and we are going to have uh, who's this? Uh, Grayson Chance and uh, Nobody. There you have it Dan Uh, Where'd you find him?
1: Similar uh, one in the sense that I found it on one of my playlists I'm the kind of person that I just scroll through and I find songs and I'm like, adds it into one massive playlist. I'm kind of not the type that would, yes, anyway, create like specific playlists for specific things. Um, That's just me. Okay,
0: okay. fair enough. <laughs> uh, We should hopefully be joined now by Neve Dunphy. you you there?
2: Yeah, uh, I ju- I, I'm there. How
0: are you? I'm delighted to hear from you to be brutally Indeed, honest. Indeed,
1: likewise, likewise. You know,
0: it's been so long, really.
1: Have you missed me? We have.
0: Yeah, well, we, have we'll, we we'll talk about that later, whether, whether <laughs> we've actually missed you or not. but You know. I've got a <laughs>
2: license, i missed you
0: still. Right, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, well, yeah, fair enough. Okay. You, you,
1: you were waiting for that one, Were you?
0: Yeah, you're, you're, you're being polite at least, Neve. Thanks very much, and I do appreciate that genuinely, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay. So, you've had a super busy week. Yes, super, super
2: busy week. And now I'm very, very
0: tired. Yeah, you've yeah. been Ed Sheeran up to your... I was going to say, any part of your anatomy, your ears, I'd say. <laughs> really. Yeah. I'd say you yeah. have a pair of knickers left in the house after... We did discuss last week, uh, you and I, about uh, inventing a knicker cannon. <laughs> um, because I had asked you how many pairs of knickers you'd managed to throw them this week, because you got very close to them. I was, I was
2: literally... So for Whelan's, I was literally... Right up beside the stage, like had you stood a bit closer, I could have literally touched him.
0: That would have been creepy. <laughs> I wouldn't have
2: done that obviously of you, know
0: right? Yeah, so uh, I'm in the middle of trying to invent a knicker cannon for you. Uh, like it's like a t-shirt cannon. you would be familiar with a t-shirt cannon, and this is just kind of smaller, a little bit more. Uh, and we're going to build it into it looks like it's part of your wheelchair, like
2: um, like what? Audi arrest?
0: Yeah, something like that. So I I don't know if anyone's watched uh I don't know, it was it Alien Resurrection? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh where your man's in a wheelchair.
2: And it's just from, yeah. And he dis- dismantles
0: all different parts of his wheelchair and turns it into a gun. Uh yeah. so that's what I'm thinking. Okay. So then you'll be able to go to uh the likes of uh gigs like that where Ed is playing and just fire knickers at him.
2: But then you see the thing about that is that just knock him off the stage and won't build his roof down because the power in those jokes. You know-
0: I oh, thought you were gonna say say, because you have big knickers. But anyway, <laughs> right, let's not go there. Okay. Neve, tell Too us about far. tell us about the gigs.
2: Right. So don't we start with Whelan's first? When well I suppose know?
0: yeah, start at the beginning of Wheelands. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
2: So went to Wheelands on Tuesday beforehand, had a lovely girly day with Helena as a celebration for her birthday. So thank you very much to her for that because I know she listens to this. Um so we went we went to Wheelands, got let in early by the staff. They are very, very confident. We had to go in a different entrance, which is literally a side door because the other way is um, all steps. So we managed to catch the we managed to catch the end of um Luce Corrigan's um sound check, which was really cool. which was actually very, very nice. And um, yeah, so we Whit it was probably my favourite uh, gig I ever went to, just from one man that to the stage, two he said Happy Birthday to me, and three, there's just a different feel that you get with intimate gigs to anything else. And then if you were to compare that to Croker, like, if I was say, to two different shows, what I would say is, like, with Croker, if you're looking for a big stage show, you get it. And then with the Wheelands one, it was a very, like, Personal kind of intimate
0: like. Yeah, but just, is it not just? And that's the thing about Ed Sheeran. And I, mm-hmm. I know I'm not really a fan, but it's just Ed Sheeran and the guitar. It's not.
2: Let me put it this way: Croker is not just Ed Sheeran. And the
0: guitar. No, no, I, I, no, I, I you know. I, yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is like it's just it is Ed Sheeran and the guitar, and that's yeah. and and that's what it is. And it's kind of okay. It's ramped up, but we're not talking about you know, you know, where you can go to Whelan's and, and just be Ed Sheeran and the guitar. You could do the same thing in Crow Park. And well, still like, have it, the same effect.
2: Mm. Yeah, exactly. But interestingly, right? For certain songs on the Croker show, he actually they actually did have a band for the first time ever. Okay, interesting. Because for he brought an album just before the lockdown called um, "Number Six Collaborations," and it was all different collaborations with a lot of different artists. So he had like Justin Bieber, Camila Cabello, and stuff on it. So he said to perform those songs wouldn't have had the same effect without a band basically.
1: So Interesting. That's why we're all soft. Okay. So, although it was the same tour, the same type of show, they were also, they were very, very different at the same time.
2: Totally different because the Wheelan's gig was just like a run, like, a random warm show that he had organised like three weeks prior to the actual gig itself. I think it was just Popping up in different um, places and play- and playing gigs to see where songs worked for the actual tour, like so. The mm. one was a special one that you'd never get, and like you'd never get anywhere else, like that. And I didn't expect to be that um, near to the stage. Also, one thing I forgot to tell you was too was that I held up a note, asked him to do a podcast, and he actually read it. <laughs> oh, brilliant. brilliant!
0: Well done, marketing at its <laughs> finest.
2: So basically, I put me chair. I used the riser on my chair, put it up really high, and held a note over my valve. And I could see him. I could see him squinting. I told him to Zoe, and I was like, "See you reading that until we go." We think so. We think so. And he looked at me and went, "I can't right now. I'm sorry, but thank you."
0: Good, but it's a start, Eve. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's. a weird now, anyway. You, you got it. You got it in his mind. So yeah,
0: exactly. He's probably been onto his lawyers already and went, "Listen, stalker alert. That's a girl in a wheelchair with a scissors lift on it. Um, we need to keep an eye on her." <laughs>
2: probably.
0: Yeah. So where did you go after Ed? After Ed, I went to do a LIPA on
2: Wednesday.
0: That was interesting. Uh uh-huh. I'd say now, to be honest, and uh, I just I've just seen clips on the internet now. Uh, I'd say she probably has pneumonia.
2: Probably, yeah.
0: Probably, she yeah, wasn't. Yeah. She wasn't wearing an awful lot now. She could have gone <laughs> with a good duffel coat, maybe, or um, a shawl. Yeah, some, like yeah,
2: some of those costumes were like ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh, Dan's looking at me here, and I'm just kind of going, Yeah, I just, I would, I, I would say Google it, Dan. But you know, uh, eventually someone's going to go through your search history, uh, <laughs> and you are going to get caught. Uh, yeah, I
2: wouldn't be Googling that, point that way. Uh,
0: but, Yeah sorry Where was that Tree
2: Yeah that was true, isn't it?
0: Uh Access again Okay
2: As ever Staff and all were Staff and all were lovely And actually Shout out to the um, Access staff from Aiken Promotions For looking after me all week I actually got to know Two of them very well Oh brilliant oh, Shout out to Kira and Lisa McConnell For Sort meal me For both the egg gigs On Um Saturday and Tuesday. They were absolutely lovely. I think they're listening to this as well. Um so yeah, one thing I'll one thing I will consistently say about both of these venues is there needs to be there needs to be changing places, toilets in place in places of these venues for equal access for wheelchairs built of toilet facilities. With more complex sort of
0: disability. Yeah, well, you know, when we do finish up, Neve, listening later on because you're gonna be talking about changing places, there is a bit of a mm. um and say a petition, but there's um, a call out for people to write to. Uh, I, I'll get to it later on, but there is uh, an opportunity coming up for people to write in and just kind of make their suggestions known uh, to the relevant ministers and stuff like that. That, that hopefully it might create a bit of momentum.
2: Because I think it's literally a lack of awareness with, it, with this sort of thing. Do you
0: know what I mean? It's, it's like well, most things don't even with disability. It, it is a lack of awareness. It's you know people just don't think. And I, I it's it,
1: absolutely. I know it, yeah. it kind
0: of doesn't surprise you guys, but there's times I, I listen to, um, I listen to the radio especially, um, and there's one presenter in particular I might catch him in the morning, and there's just sometimes I I just kind of catch myself and I kind of go, God, you're thick. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. could you not see that? Or, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. you're you're kind of going, okay, fair enough. Maybe you do live in an ivory tower somewhere, and well, you're just
2: enough, uh, in my twenty five years of life. I do that at least once a day with like one person at least that I interact with. It's like it happens on a regular. But it's, I still yeah. go, Jesus Christ! Sometimes people are ticklish. Like, <laughs>
0: Now I'm not too sure no Jesus Christ has nothing to do with it um, I'm not sure he's on the radio either but uh, it certainly wasn't him that I was talking about uh, and uh, you know so you know if you're going to put down their pitchforks and their torches you're not coming up here to my tower to get me ha ha So then you did waddle off after Dua Lipa and you went to see Ed again
2: Yes in Croker
0: In Croker Now have you been to Croker before as a gig?
2: Yeah Once for Beyonce Right,
0: <laughs> that must have been a hundred years ago because, like, she's like eighty-seven <laughs> or
2: something. Now. Yeah.
0: So, how was that gig-wise?
2: Uh, to be honest, I don't like outdoor gigs in general because getting out of outdoor, getting home from outdoor gigs is a nightmare because people just have no consideration for a wheelchair.
0: Right. So it's a situation where yeah, we're in, we're in, we're fine, we're grand, we're on our platform, everything's good, we have our space, but definitely be damned with it once you get outside the door
2: yeah because you've got like you've got like drunk people like trying to like nearly fall on you and like uh, guards mm. refusing to let like, taxis up to a certain point and then you have to watch the paths because the paths aren't always the right way and that kind of thing so it's just it's a very like anxious kind of environment for me you know what I mean?
1: yeah I can understand. I I definitely know from my experience of going to to matches as well not necessarily a Croker but just generally that um, you, you'd have uh you'd almost want to be leaving a few minutes earlier from yeah. from stadiums because it is it is that busy. It's it's mad at the end at the end of events. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, because I literally said to Helena at the end of it, I was like, this is why I don't go to um outdoor leagues very often.
0: Yeah, well I can't yeah. say i I personally have tripped over any wheelchairs lately. Um uh, and I'm just, I'm just, even while we're having a conversation, I'm struggling to think that I, uh, have I seen any wheelchairs in traffic at matches, okay, I don't I do not do gigs, but I'm just trying to think, I, I don't think I have, um, or if they have, they haven't kind of struck me either in the legs or um, as, as being, I wouldn't say an issue, but having an issue, so. Um, Interesting. Yeah, no, it is actually. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm just trying to try trying to think of a rugby match I was at recently, and and there was definitely wheelchairs there. We say uh, yeah. in wheelchair spots. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, and I just, I don't remember seeing them afterwards. I feel
2: like it's run better for matches,
0: though. To be honest with you, I suppose it's a different kind of crowd. I mean, I know my my yeah. wife kind of does uh, works <coughs> outside the Aviva, um with Irish Rail, um, and she can she'll definitely tell me the difference between. We say concerts and rugby matches and soccer matches. Yeah. You know, the crowd yeah. Yeah, is very, absolutely. very vastly different. Like people who come to the Viva for a rugby match are fairly regular yeah. and they're fairly well drilled.
1: That that's what I was thinking. Because it's it like say matches versus concerts, because say matches, of people because say matches are more often is there kind of less yeah, of a less yeah. of an occurrence of it maybe
0: there probably is there's probably more of an etiquette I suppose to, to, to some degree yeah. rather than you know 20,000 people from around the country turning up and
1: going yee go come
0: on let's go you know yeah. that sort of thing yeah yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah I suppose we could sit around and analyse it all day Liz, but we don't really have time yeah so Niamh, uh yeah so uh, we're right was it a good show fantastic
2: though absolutely unreal and I'm going to Wembley to see him again in June. So I'll give you the updates on how I manage to travel because I'm flying solo yet again. Just your arms will be tired. Say that again.
0: Your arms will be tired. Well,
2: you know, that's what the con is for, there.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Flying solo and all that. But anyway, um, support act wise? Sup-
2: support act for... so. For the wheel of cake Fred Sharon was a girl called Luce Corrigan from Offlee. She honestly, if you get a chance, please check her out. Like she's she's absolutely unreal. I know for the fact she's gonna blow up in the next year. She kinda ha- like if you're around the Irish thing, she kinda has, but I know she's gonna blow up like worldwide worldwide next year, so she's fantastic. And then for the <coughs> the um Croker one, we had Maisie Peters. Who I absolutely love. She's very like she's English, but she would be from a similar mindset. Of those that would busk on Grafton Street and stuff like that. So she would have busked on the street in England when she was like fifteen, and now she's touring at the And he also had a rapper from I think she's from Limerick called D- Denise Tyler. Uh,
1: ah and- yes, I I recognise the name. I've heard her on on the radio a couple of times.
2: I can't remember because where she's she from. If she know. she she is from that Ecuadorian village. Uh yes, I'm gonna say yes.
0: Is she the one on the uh, VHI ad, no? Um. I don't know you have
2: the lines
1: are better than me. I'm I'm just thinking of. She has that song called "On Show." I think it is. Yeah, I was just
2: about to say that. Yeah.
1: I don't know whether it's might be that ad or maybe not. Okay.
0: Uh, right. Okay, we're, we're grasping <laughs> straws here now. We'll edit that out later. No we won't this <laughs> is live, lads. Neve give you, us your track of the week.
2: So my track of the week is do a it banger. all
0: banger. It's a banger Neve.
2: Yeah it's great isn't
0: it? Yeah I really, really like it.
2: To be fair, we do love Zoe on this show. And we're not just saying that because she's a friend. But um my track of the week is Do it All Again by Zoe Clark. I've been amazed by what Zoe's been able to achieve in the last two or three years since we actually had her on the college radio. She's um, she's managed to have multiple top tens and at least one one number one single on the iTunes charts. In the last year, to her a lockdown, re- she has a regular spot on Grafton Street, busking. She busks for Ali Sherlock now. Um, she's played wheelings twice. He's all out twice. She's played out... And she's like played over in England now as well. She's taken she's taken the world by storm at literally the age of 20. It's amazing. So, this is do it all again with Zoe Clark.
0: Right, Neve, before I get rid of you, where can people find you?
2: So, people can find me on at Neve Dunphy1 on Instagram as well.
0: Neve Dunphy, we talk to you next week.
2: Thank you very much. That's why.
0: There you have it, Dan. Zoe Clark, do it all again. I love it.
1: Absolutely. You can see why she's had the the rise that she's had
0: absolutely no absolutely Creating. fantastic no I do remember as Neva said like when when she Neve had her in college yeah um you know even then she was good like that's just that's polished that is
1: absolutely
0: yeah Dan the uh, independent living movement Ireland oh look, I said it yeah whoa
1: you did you got it right without, yeah without
0: stumbling I am no I-L-M-I God damn it I w- I won't
1: get you to say it again don't
0: worry independent living Move- movement Ireland thirty days of action.
1: Yeah, so this is the continuation of their 30 Days of Action campaign. They've got a webinar coming up on the 5th of May. And we thought we'd put together a selection of the videos that have come out uh, in the past week or so. Uh, The first one being Alan uh, Corrigan, who we know from the Bray Rollers gang. He... He frequents the, the Bray Rollers gang every now and then. Um, he said that he you,
0: got... You make that sound like a like it's a gang. <laughs> oh, it's the Bray Rollers gang. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah we'd be out like, knocking over tins and stuff <laughs> with people's wheelie bins. And, yeah, you want to season us in a shopping centre. It actually just sounded like <laughs> kind of ominous there. But go on, sorry.
1: We're, we're all a set of gangsters. That's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> the
0: worst kind.
1: The, one, the uh, ones with disabilities. So, he uh said that he has eleven and a half uh PA hours a week, which uh equates to one point six hours a day, which is just ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. Um and he views it as a cycle and I I was looking at this and I was kinda going uh, it's it's quite similar in some ways to my situation, uh, because he said in order to earn money uh he needs a job but to get a job he needs a PA so they all kind of interconnect and then we had Isolde from Leitrim who um I was on the ILMI launch uh Zoom with a few weeks ago. Um she said to she said that she uh having a PA would uh, allow her to leave her house when she wants to allow her to visit her friends when she wants to, and allow her to work in the artistic sector.
0: Again, so, simple stuff.
1: Very, very simple, but incredibly important and and vital stuff. And then um, we had Ross Coleman, who um, I went to school with, and he was also in the Irish Times article. Uh, with me back in, in January and short and sweet he essentially said um having a PA would allow him be who he truly wants to be. Again, simple as that and yet it's it's as complicated as it is. Um and then we had Fiona Weldon who's been using a PA service for the past twenty years, um, it enables her to cook. It enables her to maintain her home, and it enables her to work. Um, and it is something we were talking about before we came on air. in In the sense that, like, that that shows what can happen when it works and when everything is is done right and everything is put in place that the longevity that you you can get out of it. Um, it's great, it's brilliant. Um, and then we had Gary Toner as well, um, who said it allows him to lead a normal life and work into TU Dublin. And I know I've, throughout my undergrad in Tala, I had uh, extensive dealings with him and he was absolutely fantastic but again it it just shows that he wouldn't have been able to um be of assistance to me as much as he was or to any, any of his other students had he not um had those supports
0: lovely uh you are going to be speaking at the webinar
1: yes indeed i have a meeting with um james collie uh during this week to discuss things further, but yes, I will be, um, discussing my situation and, um, keeping people up to date with things. Yeah. So, uh, really, really grateful to have that opportunity, um, because as I've said, um, throughout the whole process, I'm, I'm committed to working on a solution that has a broad impact. Um, so really looking forward to that
0: Excellent, Dan, ads and then we're going to have a bit of uh, Shirley Crow Uh, Yeah, because we've just gone mad Rolling Stones
2: You're listening to Dublin South Radio on 93.9 FM Have you been unemployed for over 12 months? Would you like to do something to help benefit your local community? The Southside Partnership Two's programme can offer you valuable part-time local work experience opportunities in the community and voluntary sector. Current positions available include radio production, sports coaching, librarian, caretaker, administration and many more. While taking part, you will receive a top-up on your social welfare job seekers payment and gain valuable work experience, helping to boost your motivation and confidence. For more information on positions that might match your interests, please call us at 706 001 100 or go to www.southsidepartnership.ie forward slash what's up sean Kyle here tune in to urban smooth saturdays at seven i'll be bringing you the best in classic and contemporary hip-hop and r&b exciting interview guests and some great team shows all the latest music news and old school trivia you can handle urban smooth saturdays at seven o'clock only on dublin south fm 93.9 it's Urban Smooth, shaping the soundtrack to your
0: Saturday night. Hello, I'm Darren McNicholas. And I'm Dan airy Join us Mondays from 8pm. For Dan Doability on Dublin South FM, where we take a look at the ability in disability.
2: I've always provided. That's what I do. Even when the job shut down, I somehow managed. But the pressure chips away at your confidence. I felt alone. I needed to talk things out. I learned Samaritans. Isn't just for when you hit rock bottom. I'm glad I called. It's always worth getting problems big and not so big off your chest. Call Samaritans. No pressure, no judgment. We're here for you. Anytime, talk to us. Free call 116123
0: 123 or go to samaritans.ie. Broadcasting 24 7 online. This is Dublin South FM. Released that this week, but she kind of. Uh, There's a live version of her doing in like 1994. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on stage in Miami with uh, Mick Jagger. I like and it. Yeah, I do too. And I, mean, I kind of right. realized, my God, Charles Crow's been around that long. Uh, now I started to feel old.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, sure? I was thinking uh, Charles Crow. And whenever I think of Sheryl Crow, it makes me think of um, Real Gone, which is in, I think it's in the first Cars film. That was oh, yeah. In, that yeah, yeah. Was, that yeah. was in like, I think it was in one of the track Seen the start or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I always like that song.
0: So. so a few more bits and pieces to catch up on that before we go. Mm. Um, one I noticed when I was wandering around internet uh, and Facebook as I do, I creep around a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and this one kind of jumped up on Inclusion Ireland, and uh, it was an article on um, Dublin Live, uh, and it's uh, James Cassidy, 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 uh, and he is going on around the Ireland the island of ireland uh 32 county road trip indeed and Uh, it's his plan to uh test out public (coughs) excuse me public transport and venues and hotels mm. and stuff like that for accessibility
1: this sounds absolutely uh brilliant i'm i'm intrigued to see uh see how it all goes
0: yeah. Now he's on Facebook and he's on uh, Instagram. I think he's got himself well set up now at this stage, um, mm. as regards kind of reporting on it and stuff like that. But I think it's going. Be, I think it's going to be go crack. It's going to. Be it's kind of an entire summer has been given over to this.
1: Yeah, and he does have support from uh, Dublin Bus and and Bus Aaron.
0: And oh yeah they say that now
1: they say it yes
0: they say that now give, so, it a, give it a week in considering you know the conversation we had two weeks ago with Conor McCauley
1: yeah yeah.
0: you know as regards uh, transport and stuff like that uh, you know
1: absolutely absolutely um, I know we're going to see if we can have a chat with uh, Vicky during the week
0: Yes, that's been confirmed. Uh, I will be talking to her uh, at some stage uh, at Zoom and we will have a pre-recorded interview for next week um, because uh, a friend of mine uh, shout out to Des Buckley in uh, Purple Bear Fitness who has uh, run marathons with James as part part of Team James um, and uh, pushing a wheelchair and stuff like that uh, in in marathons. Uh, So, Mm. you know, uh, he's... uh, Yeah, I think Des keeps telling me James is a bit of a head (laughs) case. So uh, I think it's going to be interesting, um, really.
1: And you know what, it it makes me think because it even goes back to the the chat we were having earlier on with um, Neve as well in terms of the amount of kind of events or campaigns or whatever it might be that have happened around disability and disability rights and and so on and it would just be interesting to see kind of a ratio of change like actual tangible change to see what that kind of ratio is and what kind of return um that society as a whole is is getting in in terms of disability rights i don't know it just made me think
0: yeah, no, it's a good one, actually. I just while mm. you mentioned it, I I, I don't know. Uh, Elon Musk, I think one of his questions that he suggests people ask at an interview, I can't remember it exactly, but it's what, um, you know, it's to, you're in an interview, and they kind of go, if you any questions for us, and you're sitting there like a dope, generally going, uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, I just want to get out of here, really, to be honest. But he kind of recommends that you ask the organization Um, out of their last sort of uh, staff engagement, Um, what suggestions did they make, and what suggestions did the company implement.
1: Right, okay, so kind of like a... I was going to say a diversity and inclusion strategy, but maybe
0: not. Uh, No, even that, no. I mean, just say, you know, every major organisation right? will will have sort of uh, staff engagement. Yeah, You know, and it'd be kind of like, well, yes, we love you all and we'd like to take everything you say on board and stuff like that. But to ask the company actually, well, what was the last time that you took on board something that was suggested by the staff? Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of along the lines of when dealing with politicians and especially those who um, are in this space to be able to say to them, yeah, actually, I do have a question for you. Yeah. What was the last thing that you implemented? What was it? You know, regardless of we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we have fun. What was the last positive thing mm. that you did?
1: And I, I think even, even saying that there's also there there's uh, two elements to that. One is how hard did they have to think about yep. it? And then two uh, like what is it that they're actually telling you? Uh huh. Um, you know outside of the kind of pitch kind of standard of like, oh this is fantastic
0: and yeah, brilliant. no absolutely you're right. Yeah. We're running out of time down. Okay, so a couple of things I don't want to uh, pass us by. Down syndrome have a major um mm-hmm. fundraiser coming up. People have sailing in Crow Park on May the 7th. Uh Johnny Ward, the actor, is uh head, uh, headline. I was gonna head say headline on that, but he's probably going to get hung on that. <laughs> um so you know if you get a chance go to Down syndrome Ireland. Yes. Definitely need your money. Always good for uh fundraising there. Um Changing places, I did say. Well, we actually might come back to this next week. Although we, yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's just there is uh, something coming up with changing places. So we might come back to next, that, that that next week. Absolutely. I have been Dara McNicholas, and this has been Dan and Dara Doability, and you have been.
1: Dan Airy. And next up, we have and Country Towns. We're going to chat to you next week, but we're going to play it with a little bit of Tiger
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this is a strange game. And as I said before, if you get a chance find slow horses it's um it's 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 strangely funny uh even the song itself here is kind of strangely wonderful